Last time on QuestFest. Our crew accepts aid provided by the Declore duo and agrees to confront the Marshal. Conflict ensues and our protagonists are locked in battle with no escape in sight. The fight gets bloody. Will they triumph or will their story stop here? The ball work awaits, but what will lead them there? Let's find out on QuestFest. Okay. I think after the day Fargus has had, he just recalls the spear and lets it just out of there. And as he watches the paladin go down, he has a very distinct thought in his brain. And I think it's a thought that's going to stick with him for a while. Maybe not all life is sacred. All right. So he's down, uh, bringing us to Fatia. What do you do? You have no guards in front of you. They are both down. They are both bleeding out. You recognize this. You've been on a war or on the field enough to know that they are dying. I am going to step over the the guards and then walk closer to the marshal. Okay. Um, he's probably 15 feet, so you can make it in this turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do when you cross to him? You have him and uh, LaRue are locked in battle, clashing, parrying. Um, you can easily enter the fray and attack. I think we're going to do that. All right. Roll for it. You hit. Uh, sorry, it's funny because it makes Cameron laugh because he's tried four times and has missed every time. All right. 1d8. Seven. Nice. Eight damage. Using LaRue's mighty blows as a distraction, you slip in and dart, cutting a quick bit of blood from the paladin who uh, yells in pain, moving to the marshal's turn as he turns and swings on you. <laughs> Missing with his first attack because it's <laughs> just how this goes. Not so, but the second. An 11 against your armor class? Yeah, I'm a 10. Okay. Uh, you just took seven damage as the axe slams into your midsection. <laughs> I'm looking bad, y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> Your move. Come he on. Is, are you still standing? How much HP do you have? Hmm? How much HP do you have? I'm at four. Okay. There it is. That's a 25 to hit. That would be a hit. <laughs> well, let's go all this damplage. Let's do it. That's going to be a 3d8 and a d6. <laughs> Because I'm going to use my Divine Smite. Absolutely. Uh, and still concentrating on my Hunter's Mark. Twenty-eight. 
22 damage. Nice. You summon radiant energy, and it slams into him, and it seems to course throughout his whole body. And as you do, roll an extra 2d8. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, getting these boosted smites, I'm digging it. That's another 12. <laughs> Great. I just did math, and I was like, that's not possible. Wait, no, 8 plus 8. Never mind. Um, nice. So you hit... And the front of his armor melts as the symbol of Eudix, the feathered sword, falls. Literally, the steel dripping to the ground. He shouts in rage and anger, but is unable to do anything. His attempts fruitless as, with one hand, he scoops the molten steel over. He is still standing, and he seems enraged. Richard, it's your move. <gasps> Hi. Uh, I was gonna help the guy that I set on fire, but uh, they seem like they're in trouble, so I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame again on Marshall. Dex save. I want you to know that I really would love for you to kill him. It'd be so funny. Oh no! <laughs> it would just be so funny. It's a 13. Unfortunately, save. he succeeds. Okay. But gosh. All right. Fargus. The marshal is screaming in anger and gesturing violently with his weapon. You feel the room seem to seem to course with energy. It's as though you can hear the stone shrinking. Shrieking, not shrinking. That would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so pay me a little bit more of the picture real quick. Uh, LaRue and Marshall are facing off. Mm -hmm. With um, now uh, Fatia yeah. also engaged in combat. Um, having just been hit with a almost mortal blow clutching her stomach, as the blood has ran out into it, she looks heavily wounded. Um, the marshal himself has his left hand covered in molten steel from where the symbol from his plate mail has melted away after being struck by a smite from uh, uh, LaRue's character. Wait, from LaRue. <laughs> from LaRue's character, Cameron, who's wearing a Rugrats shirt today. Uh, Richard okay. is right behind you. Uh, how far away is everybody? So from you, he's only about 15 feet because they had made their way and circled close to the room. I'm sorry, 30 feet, excuse me. But still well within reaching distance. Okay. And additionally, the young man is still bound to the dais. Um, dais mm -hmm. uh, and there are the two down soldiers, of course. Okay. Uh, I am just going to... I would like to run up behind the marshal and I want to reach around from behind and place my hand on his face and deliver shocking grasp. Mm -hmm. All right. Roll to hit. Okay. That's a 10. That unfortunately, despite being very awesome. <sighs> okay. Fatia, it is your turn, unless you're doing something else. Uh, 
You said his armor is melting? The front and sigil off his armor has melted. And in fact, where he tried to grab for the feathered sword of Udex, it has encased his hand in steel. I would like to whisper to the armor uh, and just say, betray your master. That would be an action, but go ahead and roll for it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's... You know. get an act 20 here, that'd be He's awesome. He's inspiration also. Oh, okay, yeah. That's good. a what? I think it's a D6 at this level, at right? this level, it should be. Okay. Yeah, it's a D6. It might be a D8, but I don't remember if that's... Is that five? Okay. Yeah. It's a four combined. Oh. The armor of Udex is not so weak. That would have been pretty cool, though. That would have been pretty cool. The rule of cool sometimes wins, but Fatia. Well, we're gonna keep fighting. <laughs> okay. Should have prepared a healing spell. <laughs> How about a 19? 19 does hit. So nine, right? Yep. So, bleeding and weary, Fatia strikes another blow into the side of the marshal, whose blood has already begun to pour over the plate mail for where it seems it itself has compressed and tightened as it had melted. Screaming in agony and pain, he strikes the ground with his sword and says, the will of Udex is not so easily defeated. And everyone here rolls a strength saving throw. Oh, good. <laughs> 12. Uh, 17. Also 17. Yeah, 20. <clears throat> nice. Ooh. Nice. Those who succeeded are knocked back 15 feet. Those who failed are knocked back 30 feet. Those who succeeded take no damage. Those who failed take 2d6 of damage. Which one failed? I'm so sorry. Anyone who rolled less than a 15. Thank you. How much damage? Just 2d6. Oh. Which it is. I say just 2d6, obviously. Five damage. Aw, cute. <laughs> cute. Dang. You're blown away as the runes react to his sword striking the ground. And as he does, he stands, wounded, wary, and bolts for the door behind the dais. Um, he gets just before the door turning on guard, waiting to see if you pursue as he attempts to exit. It is your turn. So now he's like 45 feet away? No, he's only 30 feet away. Okay. He can't, um... Cool. He, I, yeah, he's... I go right up to him then. And one more. Gonna try again. 
Fuck yeah, that's another 25 to hit. All right. It's not a smite, but I do get an extra d6, so... Uh, 12 damage. <laughs> Non-lethal, as always for me. How does this go down? I think I, I come up with as much speed as I need to. One strike swipes down right at the chest where his armor melted. I strike him down to the ground and I hold my sword directly at him and say, Are these fixed? Are you wrongfully convicting people? He looks up and passes out as you've knocked him to zero. Mm -hmm. But as he does... The light baritone from before says, The justice of Udex is for everyone. You were supposed to know that. It's coming from behind the door. I think that probably tells me as much as I need to know. And are we out of combat now? I walk to the other two, bleeding on the floor, and lay on hands one hit point each. Okay. They begin to stir to awaken, but you have a few moments before they regain fully their senses. The room is silent, save for the quiet breathing of the young man on the dais who is bound and still gagged. Fargus walks over and unties him, takes him off, gives him his hands back, Kind of slips them on and he looks up and you recognize him he was a young man that was convicted young uh, I think near um, just turned teenager uh, for stealing coins from passerbys uh, in the noble section um, as you return his hands to him he um removes the gag, and he just looks at you. Roll insight. I wanted to very briefly um, correct your grammar. It is passers-by. Thank you. (laughs) Here at QuestFest, we serve to educate as well as entertain. (laughs) Inspectors general. That's a three. We need to get you new dice, man. I have so many dice, and none of them are working for me. <laughs> Cleansing. I, yeah. <laughs> I have five D, D20s out right now, and was having trouble with all of them. Right. He's just looking at you. You can't quite interpret the look on his face. He's downcast, but meeting your gaze, but not saying anything. Obviously, he recognizes you. He's come into your shop, your home, multiple times for you to service his prosthetics. Why? He looks now recognizing the emotion, ashamed. 
he opens his mouth to speak, but withers before your gaze and lowers his head. And he just says, I'm sorry. That's not an answer. You're sorry. I'm sorry. I almost took life today myself. Being sorry doesn't fix that. Knowing why and then doing better, that's what fixes it. That's what makes it worth going on. Why? He looks back and his eyes fill with tears because, because I thought if I did what they said, I thought they might let me back. And he looks, and it strikes you that this young man has the same sigil markings on his hands, or where they used to be, that the paladins have on their blades, the feather sword of Udex. He was a paladin? Do you ask him? How old is how old does he appear to be? Seventeen or eighteen. He is a young man. Sir, were you were you in the paladin service? I'm the marshal's squire. And did he instruct you to take a life? I was to punish the wicked. Hopefully now you know that's not the way to punish. Justice around here is is skewed, and I, I think you can see that now. He looks back at Fargus, his his attention still. Do you want them back? The hands? They're your hands. They were made for you. Use them to do better. Use them to be better than he told you to be. No, I don't want them back. They are yours. He nods shakily stands to his feet. Thank you. Hi everyone, welcome to our first Quest Fest ad break. Here's a word from Lionel Bonbon and our DM Brian about our friends over at Adventure Arcade Escape Rooms. Level up your next adventure with Adventure Arcade Escape Rooms. You've probably heard of escape rooms, and you've maybe even played some. 
If you don't know, an escape room is a real-life adventure where you're the hero. Oh, like me. (laughs) No, like me, the star. An escape room is a cooperative adventure where you work together. Not all escape rooms are about breaking out of a room, and at Adventure Arcade, you aren't physically locked inside of a room. The stories are about solving a mystery, uncovering a conspiracy, or just sneaking out of your bedroom in the 1980s. In fact, if you're ever in the Danville, Illinois area, you can get 10% off your experience at Adventure Arcade Escape Rooms by using the code QUEST10 at checkout online. Just visit AdventureArcadeEscaperooms.com to book. It saves you some money, plus it helps out the Quest Fest podcast. I could pay full price. Look, rich boy, not everyone is as wealthy as you, and they're supposed to use the code to help the podcast. Remember, that's 10% off Adventure Arcade Escape Rooms in Danville, Illinois, with the code QUEST10. That's Q-U-E-S-T-1-0 at checkout. If you would like to advertise with us as well, you can email us at questfestpod at gmail.com, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at questfestpod. And now, back to the adventure. I grab one of the swords and shields of one of the downed paladins and hand them to him. Outstretched, I say, "This is your opportunity to do better. You've been giving you've been given a second chance. Come with us." He accepts the weapon and shield, holds them close to him, and his head lowers and he follows wherever you lead. Heading east, I think we'd probably need to make haste now. As though a great god heard that things should move. (laughs) You begin to hear alarm bells throughout the facility. Uh, They are aware that there has been a prison break. What do you do? All right, I'll take the lead. Uh, You can hold fire at the back. Fargus, you can hold fire at the back. Yes. You hold the back. Let's go. I, Eastward. Real quick, uh, any of the down guards, are there any health potions in the room at all? Um, the two guards should each have at least one health potion on them if you want to grab them. Okay, I grab one health potion and hand it to Fatia and I say, please, you need this. Bottoms up. Does anyone else search the guards? They have another health potion on their belt. <laughs> I'll grab the other one. Okay. And keep it on me, yeah. Uh, health potions 2d4. Plus two? Yes, thank you. Sorry. Nine. Zoom, 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 zoom. Uh-huh. Uh, We're running. <laughs> so, no one's like particularly faster than the other, right? We all have a movement speed of 30. 30. Mm-hmm. 35 for me. Oh, nice. Oh. Marcus. 
and I put Long you in the back. I'm just going <laughs> to hop on your back. <laughs> Go for like, it. Vargas just like occasionally catches up. He's like, damn it, guys. I slow down. <laughs> it's that annoying thing in a video game where if you run, you're going too fast, but if you walk, you're going mm-hmm. too slow uh-huh. and it's an escort mission. Yeah. It's exactly what's mm-hmm. happening. Vargas, can I use a little help here? I'm just going to. Uh, thank, thank you. I appreciate it. I think with powerful build, you can actually do that. I can. Absolutely, I can. <laughs> okay. You book it. And uh, if this wasn't a one-shot, there would probably be some encounters here. But uh, magically, you, know, you make it out of the facility. Yeah, we with, fend them all off easily. It was fantastic. The battles they had were, were, were heard for through the ages, but not on this podcast. So <laughs> you make it out into the Undercity and the small uh, marble buildings, um, each singular, each alone, uh, each the same, that stretch for yards and yards and miles. Not quite miles, that's exaggeration. Um, Distances are hard. What do you do? There doesn't seem to be any immediate pursuit, but clearly... The guards are mobilizing. I mean, are we? Can we just make our way to? Uh, you you live. Fargus lives in the Undercity, right? Yes. Uh, just, if we want to go to my place, I don't. I don't think they know exactly where I live, so we should probably head there. You make your way to Fargus's house, one of the many small buildings. The door itself is a plain wooden door. Uh, graceless, but in function. As you enter, what do they see? Yeah, I mean, it's very, very utilitarian. There's some, there is some furniture, but it's pretty bare bones. What there is, is very large, obviously, and like very well padded. Uh, And there is a like definite sectioned off area with a workbench and, you know, different tools and bits and odds and ends. Um, you see a lot of plans laid out for different ideas and half scrawled notes stuck in places and, you know, uh, markings and editings on stuff. Uh, you see a, uh, small mound in, uh, the corner of the desk with a, uh, cloth draped over it, uh, and yeah, it's just a very kind of humble place, but it's it's home. As you enter, and you go to shut the door behind you, two figures walk in at the same time. Well, you certainly know how to get the bees buzzing. I did not invite you in, okay? Do we look like the vampires? I... Common decency, like anything? Like, man, manners. Fine. They step back outside, they close the door, and they knock. I'm so tempted to say nobody's home, but they know. And so I open up the door. (laughs) (laughs) May we come in? Thank you. Yes, please. They enter. This is a nice place. It's about as average as it gets down here. I try to save the nicer stuff 
for other people, you know what the you know the rules. That is why we like you. Always thinking of others. Which is perfect. Because now we would like you to think about us. And they smile. What do you want? Well, currently, uh, we are spreading some trails to make it look like you have vanished out into the city, out into the wilderness. So, of course, you cannot actually leave that way. Uh, It would perhaps be bad, because the paladins would be looking. But, for uh, a small favor, there is another way out of the city. And Master Declore would be happy to show you. What favor? We've already... We've had our confrontation with the marshal. Do they need to make something for you? What do you need? Oh, this one is much easier. We simply need you to go somewhere. Where? Tell me. What do you know of the bulwark? Um, Dominic perks up, like, drastically. Up the, the bulwark, it's a, it's a, a, a legend, right? Well, so is Yudex, but they've heard you've spoken to him. They have. Are you telling me the bulwark is real? It. They give a snake-like smile as the tips of their uh, lips begin to curl. Real and easily accessible for the right price. I knew it. Um, what do you, what do you want? We want, say, a commitment. Should we exit you? through the bulwark, we just ask that should we see you again, you owe us a favor. No killing. That was going to be my stipulation. Eh? We don't ask anyone to go against their morals. Mostly. But uh, we may need your support in the time of calamitous crisis. We would just like to know that you would be there and say, be willing to give a hand. Why? Is that the only joke you know <laughs> when you look at me when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, they see that we, I think we have the rules support. Are you, every, everyone else here, are you, Are you familiar with the legends of the Bulwark as well? All we have around here are legends. Hope. Things to look forward to. Yes, I've heard of it. 
and um not really i uh uh if it wasn't in the like religious textbooks when i was growing up i i i didn't really get out much and learn any uh other you know um, mythologies and stuff it it might not have been um many people now think it was just a legend but i've known deep down that it was real my i believe my great great grandfather was a member of the bulwark i found in his possessions word of working for this great heroes guild and doing good in the world and i don't know what came of it or what ended it but i think we all can agree that justice as it is upheld here now is is skewed it's wrong and i think that fighting for true justice is worth doing and i think we could do that if we were granted access to the bulwark this could be in- incredible I mean, I'm definitely not a fighter. You probably don't want me anyway. I you did uh, quite a bit of uh, fire damage for not being a fighter. Oh yeah, those uh, those are just spells that they uh, taught us, and I. Uh, you it know, perhaps I... uh, Mister Ironic Name. <laughs> I, I don't follow. You wouldn't get the uh, the pun of your own name. <laughs> oh no, I do. People have called me at four years. <laughs> He's like, I just don't respond to it anymore. <laughs> uh, you might have some interest. There might be some information regarding your ailment there. Oh yeah, I have this bite mark. Uh... You you were bit by a vampire. You. You surely know this. What? It's pretty obvious. It, it wasn't a paladin with a weird appetite? You really didn't know? Maybe we don't... Hold on. You see him seem to phase for a moment. Comes back. Turns to the three of you. Night. <laughs> turns to Fatia and Dominic and... Vargas. Deliberately leaving Richard. Are you sure you want to bring him? We could try to convince him, but I, I have my doubts. Without him, I wouldn't be here. I think we owe him at least a little bit of understanding. He's a cleric who didn't know he was bitten by a vampire. That doesn't it, mean it, that he doesn't understand. He it can... looks different, though. It looks like perhaps he's been protected by some of its effects. Well, I'm I'm also right here. You can just <laughs> talk to me if you if you really wanted to. But I if you want to You've been bit by a vampire. Uh, I that is not a crime. And well, I appreciate your help. I mean, three mm-hmm. of the four of us are wounded. If we denied him it would be a little insensitive. I have zero wounds. Uh, Two of us are to the four. Sorry, could you could you look me in the eye and say that again? Mm-hmm. Mm. 
it's refreshing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Sit down. Mm. If anybody, I don't really belong. Mm. I totally said that out of character. I just wanted to say <laughs> I have full hit points. <laughs> uh, they turn to Fatia. Does that mean you don't want to go? No, I didn't say that, now did I? Oh, I just simply ask if you needed motivation. Incentive, if you will. Doesn't hurt. What is your uh, desire? To protect those who can't protect themselves. Ah! You see, again, the the almost pause where everything up into including breathing stops. Do-gooders are always the easiest. The bulwark will give you much access for that. Then when you return, I will make sure that your favor will benefit the majority of the populace of Bastion. Deal? Deal. Perfect. Um, I for sure need some sort of incentive because I'm definitely not a hero and uh, I got family here. I can't just be wandering away on some adventure. Uh, we would make sure that your wife, uh, I can keep an eye on her. Oh, great, because she's been hanging around with this really buff dude and... I mean, she she did file for an, a divorce, but you know, you know, some guys are just kind of shady, and I just want to make sure she's all right, you know. And uh, also, I, my daughter—I haven't seen my daughter in like a, about a month, really. I just want to make sure she's okay. Um, but uh, you know, if I I could probably stay here, I'd be, I'd be all right. I think I. Uh, well. It is certainly no right. If you want to stay here, we won't stop you. Although, it will be a real shame when you turn and have no one around you to stop you. Oh, right, from eating people. Have you felt the thirst yet? I mean, uh... I have been starving since I woke up. Uh, I just thought that was a normal thing for everybody waking up in jail. Hmm. They reach into their cloak and they step forward at the same time and in a swift, slick motion, cut a slight across their wrist and you feel an insatiable need to feed. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. Um, 17. You are able to resist. But even as you do, it's as though the whole core of your body wishes to drink. When you reject and stand solidly, they wave their hand over their wrist, restoring. Next time, it will be more difficult. 
My stomach growls super loud. <laughs> so what do you think? Would you rather be here around your family? Not around those who perhaps could help. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't even know you guys. I, I didn't even ask your name. Oh my God, I am so sorry. I don't even know it's, any of you. It's oh. fine, it's fine. I owe you my life personally. I don't fucking care about you knowing my name. I mean, it seems like I, I might I go crazy and bite you or something. I, I, I don't want to put anybody in danger. Well, so far I've been bleeding out this whole time and you haven't gone after me, so I don't think that's really the problem either. Right. <laughs> I mean, if, if I need to make something to stop you from biting people, I can do that. Ah, cool, like a, a weird mouth guard kind of thing. Okay. Something, sure, sure. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Till we figure out how to, you know, fix it permanent, but yeah. Uh, the blue, blue man, are you, are you fine with me uh, having pointier teeth, I guess? I, I suppose so. I have pretty pointy teeth myself. <laughs> um, and I think you would be a help huh. in the party if, if the other two of you are, are willing to take this adventure with me. I... I'm going to need someone else around that can heal. Uh, I don't have much of that to go around. I'm much better at the fighting part. Oh, well, that, that I could do. Then it is agreed. Thank God. thought that I was going to have to talk all day. <laughs> so, do you have anything you want to do first? Or shall we be going? Uh, I think we need probably, like, a proper rest before we go and do anything else. Some of us are incredibly hurt. Aye. And we just need to, like, have a good baseline before we go out again. Understandable. He hands you, from within his cloak, a scroll. Don't leave your house, please. We don't want to have two magic mortar gods. Use this when you want to go. Okay. They look at each in turn, with no objections. They turn. And then, as though an afterthought, it's Marius, by the way, in Cosette. Oh. Since you didn't think to ask. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm so sorry. It is nice to meet us. And they leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, you hear the people sing, sing <laughs> song mm -hmm. of Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Terry and I have already met them. They're awesome. <laughs> They're um, terrible. I, they yes. They're <laughs> <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> so I, it seems we have a brief moment of respite uh thank you all i'm sorry for the predicament we were in and i, I appreciate everyone's help in and getting us out of it um since we haven't been formally introduced I, my name is dominic larue i was previously uh was i a warden you said 
previously a warden in the Paladin's Force here. Seems that career path didn't work out, <laughs> did it? Hmm. Um, but I'm here now and just want justice. Good to meet you. I'm Richard. Nice to meet you, Richard. Fargus, I think perhaps we have met before. Uh, you seem slightly familiar, and I've probably, no offense, I've probably had to deal with the fallout of some of your work before. Never, none of, never, never any of mine. I never dealt in that brand of justice. Refused to. What's for you? How we end up, how I ended up here. And you, ma'am? Fatih is the name. Fatih is the name. I am a prisoner of war, I guess is the story for me. But that's what who I was. It's not who I am anymore. Are you sure I fit in here? Because you all are fascinating. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a normal guy, you you're, know? You're a vampire. You're pretty fascinating. Oh, right. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. As to what Fatia said, there's a lot of that going around of, you know, this is who I was and it's not anymore. And I think we all kind of pretty handily fit that description. So, as to what you said about you not belonging, welcome to the Misfits.